here's what's coming up on the cold popcast my thong showing my booty poking my pussy wet i need a panty line and i'm gonna read a little bit more of this before i die (laughs) i'm hurting because now you have a competition not just for music but for sexuality um you're ramping up like the um need to be more sexual than the ne- right. than the last artist and the, a lot of these like female rappers and even male rappers just rappers in general they're not actually living the life that they're talking about like for all we know suki hana could have like an accounting degree or something like what's popping everybody welcome back to the cold podcast i'm zo and i'm steve and get your hate mail ready, everyone, because we're going to be pushing a few buttons today. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be talking about uh, whether or not the music industry is breeding promiscuity amongst black women. That's right. All right. So basically, since its inception, hip hop and rap music has had at least some level of violent or misogynistic messaging. Yet there are more conscious rappers that often existed who sort of leveled the playing field. Nowadays, it feels like trashy female rap it was more than just a unique niche that people step into. It's more so like the mainstream fandom. So most people are interested in actually seeing um, rappers like Sexy Red, Suki Hana, who objectify themselves. And effectively, this has made them the perfect product for large record labels that could care less about whether or not um, the messaging of their artists is actually like wholesome or helpful to the community. Yeah. Do you think this is like a, a like a, they're consciously pushing like a certain um, a narrative, or they're trying to like actively push out this new like m- like kind of more degenerate type music, or do you think it's just like a result of the market like demanding it? I think that part of it is you know it's a little bit of both. Obviously, the market demands it, but the market wouldn't be able to demand it as much if there weren't record labels that were pushing it out so much. I think taste is almost developed over time okay you know i think people develop a taste by what they're exposed to and if you're exposed to a lot of the same content you're going to say well i want more of that now if you don't have the other options on the table then it's not going to be as easy for you to decide like hmm maybe i would rather listen to common instead of lil wayne (laughs) you know because there's just less common available lil wayne had a new song every two days i I agree and i also think uh, another part of that too is this um you know a lot of times people um don't don't necessarily actively seek like the type of music they're interested in. I think a lot of their tastes develop like subconsciously from what they're exposed to, and then it's like that becomes a new taste. So I think, like you were saying, if uh, if you have a medium that like pushes one type of music that's like you know seemingly the only thing available at the time, that's the only thing people are gonna feel they have as an option to like want. Right, and especially I think, yeah, that artificially creates that demand. Especially when it comes to like you know the radio, people that listen to the radio still, yeah. it's like you're not choosing what music you're listening to, you're just consuming whatever they put out in front of you. Yeah, I, I'm one True. of those guys. I, I don't <laughs> I don't <laughs> Bluetooth my car. I just put on the radio, you know, because uh. I don't know. I'm boring like that. I'm just. I just need to drive. But I'll have the radio on, and I, and you know, I just get disgusted. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, just, well, it's not even disgusted. Just like I don't know. They don't play. They play like literally the bare bones most type of music. Like I don't know anything that just immediately activates your dopamine receptors without having having any depth. Yeah. Just is just to get you through the drive. It's not to like you know give you any sort of like motivation or anything like that it's just like you know you got to get through your drive yeah like hey we know you're just trying to get through your day buddy here let's put this like elevator music to pound town (laughs) (laughs) so actually uh, i took this question to uh facebook and asked a couple different people and there were a few different types of responses some people agreed that they think that uh the music industry is pushing more degenerate sort of cultural uh themes throughout the music created by black rappers Mm -hmm. or female rappers rather um so one of the one of them said um so are you suggesting that rap was mostly wholesome until Nicki emerged? Uh, because the way I phrased the question was basically like, 
um, is I asked the question of the topic of the of the episode, and then um, can we blame Nicki Minaj for this? <laughs> can we blame Nicki? <laughs> yeah, can we blame Nicki for that for what's happened to the female rap industry? Mm. And uh, people were sort of like on the fence. They're like, well, you can't really blame Nicki Minaj for it because like. Rappers like Trina existed. Yeah, someone even schools. said this comment sure. is Trina Erasure. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? What's Trina? Is Trina Erasure her name or is Erasure? A no, no. Word? Trina Erasure is a word. It's like okay. you're erasing her from history because she oh. was a filthy artist. She was okay. a filthy female <laughs> artist <laughs> yeah, yeah. from like school. the early 2000s. I see. Yeah, she was rapping about her booty hole being brown back in the really? day. People mm. don't give her that 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 credit though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else said sales are run by demand, not supply. Mm. So there's a demand for it. That's why it's being created. That's what this person is saying. I don't necessarily believe that. I think that the, the demand is being artificially sort of bolstered. I, I would. I think like it's. It seems like I feel like it's more like artificially generated demand. Just because, mm. like I said, if that's the only thing, it, it's like if I if I own a toy store, but the only toys I put on the shelf are Legos, and I keep like you know all the Hasbro stuff in the back. You know, I'm not really creating. It's not because the market wants it. They just think all I have are Legos. Right. True. You know. <laughs> and if it's only Legos on the shelves, I'm telling you, like kids, all the popular kids are gonna go buy the Legos, and then the other kids are gonna be like, oh, I want Legos too now. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not like they actually want it. It's simulated. It's just like, oh well, now because they have it, I want it too. I'm pretty sure that's how fashion works. Where yeah. it's like, you know, you just make a lot of yeah. celebrities wear one type of like clothing, and everyone thinks like, well, I guess that's what we gotta wear now. Yeah. No one's gonna convince me that blue jean overalls look good. <laughs> Yo. You put a celebrity in them, and then everyone's wearing them. I swear to God, you know yeah. that that thing with like the big red boots that shoes. Yeah, that those big I guarantee boots. you, if I, there's probably a couple people out there actually wearing that, and I swear to God, if if they didn't see like fashion runway models, celebrities putting that on, no person would have ever thought to buy that. Right. Yeah, you ever seen just, those in person? Uh, not in person, just on like, just yeah, on like Instagram in and stuff. For <laughs> real, you've actually on the stripper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's gotta be that's hilarious. hilarious. Wow, that actually leads in into hit them all. that actually leads into this next comment that someone made on the post. Uh, they said definitely one hundred percent to degrade society and push people towards bad behavior. I think those boots existed to degrade society. All right, yeah. <laughs> just to degrade that's fashion. Art, that's fashion bro yeah you you know what um and uh basically to address did nikki start this i don't think nikki started i do think that music um kind of that has always been a part of music like no matter how far back you go 70s yeah sexualization 70s i mean even in the early like eras of rap i mean even before nikki you had little kim you know she was like provocative she wasn't necessarily like as sexual as what you see today, mm -hmm. but you know she still was kind of like um, one of the he like leading that charge towards like I'm not just selling my music, I'm selling like you know kind of like an attitude, I'm selling like a little bit of sexuality promiscuity. It was like that, and then um, it just kind of like progressed from there. What became more and more. Then you had a Nicki, then you had a Cardi B, and now it's like it's a lot of times like I feel like with Nicki, it was still about the music, but the additive was the fact that she was like you know this Barbie doll. But mm. now with like sexy red, I mean it's in the name sexy. Like it seems like I'm a sex right, symbol right. first and a musician later. And that mm. actually, you know, we should actually read some of the sexy red lyrics, uh, just so <laughs> you can, you guys, if you haven't actually, you know, really paid close attention, I'm sure you've heard some of these songs. Um, this is Hood Rats, one of their one of sexy red and Sukiana's recent songs. So the lyrics go, throw that ass, you know you a hoe, up and down that booty gon' go. <laughs> I'm twerking on your baby daddy, he finna lick my booty hole. I'm looking sexy, I'm looking fine, no broke boys can waste my time. Mm. My thong showing my booty poking, Ooh. my pussy wet, I need a panty line. 
I'm going to read a little bit more of this before I die. <laughs> I'm hurting. <laughs> <laughs> Ghetto bitch, so you know it's wet. I never heard that my coochie whack. I ride dick and I throw... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cut any of this. Yeah, yeah. Right? Someone cut this out of context. <laughs> just clip this. You wouldn't even know what to do with that. I'm going to shake this ass because my bills is due. And I think that's... You know I got oh, that good cat. Like, that right there is like... It's shameless. Like it's, complete, I mean, that last part, especially. I'm finna shake this ass because my bills is due. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna say that in a song. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> like that's hilarious. It's, it's so interesting because it's like it's kind of has like that female empowerment kind of tone to it. Yeah, but also considered to be like I guess you could say like female drill rap. Mm-hmm. Mm, so it probably thanks. like maybe it hypes them up, you know. I guess right. so. Maybe it I'm gonna get my bills paid. Yeah, yeah he gonna do this. And, <laughs> and maybe it fills him with a lot of confidence. So that's why it's a big cultural you know i I think the whole right now yeah i think the sex liberation thing plays a part because i feel like uh sexual liberation or like that freedom of sexual expression has become like associated with like female empowerment so like when they're trying to sing songs that are like you know supposed to boast or like female empowerment it innately makes it like extremely sexual and i think Mm. it's just led to this point now to where it's just like you know just shameless behavior essentially because i'm just like you know, I'm gonna shake this. I'm gonna shake it. You know, when my bills are due, <laughs> it's like that. I, I think that's like a next level. I think it's funny how like female empowerment just became like having loose morals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm so powerful because I can do whatever I want. You know, and, it's and funny. it just so happens to serve men when you do it. Yeah, and, and you know, it's just the fact that, it, and it, that's why I'm like, it's bordering on just complete ratchetness because. Even in one of her music videos, like they had like it was basically a lot of her songs just kind of revolve around just doing like basically just hood rat crap. Yeah. And um, like one of her videos, like they were saying the same type of thing. We're just being hypersexual, hyper like just disrespectful. And, um, you know, she had like a bait. She like holding a baby on her the whole time. <laughs> like, like I think it was her actual kid, I believe. But it's like I, I'm trying to remember. I think it wasn't Sexy Red. It was actually uh, I think Sukiana. And it's like the same thing. Like they sing about sex, and you know they they have no problem having like a baby with them. Talk about how they're gonna get pregnant, you know, <laughs> how they want to smash the president. Like that's the only thing they bring oh, them into yeah. the song for. It's about how she'll go down on them. <laughs> it, it's just yeah. It's like when did we lose? When did it only become about that? That's my thing. I don't know, man. But uh, apparently, back during the you know hip hop era in the mid '80s. It was actually all about like battle rap. Like even women would engage in sort of like the battle rap thing. Yeah, like and it was the about Queen like Latifah actually, era. like actually rhyming. Yeah, you know? actually yeah. mattered. <laughs> yeah, when the Rhymes. when the content wasn't meant to just degrade, and I think degrade is like the best word because kind of like you guys were saying earlier in terms of like, um, you know, it started with like Lil Kim, mm-hmm. right? And Lil Kim was like somewhat classy, yeah. right? And then it degrades a little bit, and then Nicki Minaj comes out, and she's like a Barbie doll, but she's also like showing off her ass at all times. So that's a little bit more degradation. And then give it 10, 15 years, and here we are now. Yeah. We're you know yeah. shaking our ass to get our rent paid. <laughs> take it more extreme and more extreme because that's what's seen as better. Like if you want to get more attention, yeah. you get crazier, or you go harder than the next person, so you get yeah. crazier. Yeah, I think it like the sexuality when part created a market for sex in music and. Um, like with anything, it just became more and more competitive. So it's like, mm-hmm. as we go on, it's like the any woman that enters the industry now is not just competing to be the best musician. You like, gotta innovate. You like, need to take off more clothes. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, with the like the Queen Latifah, uh, like the MC era of like battle rapping and stuff, before it'd be like, you know, if you're a woman coming on the scene, you're competing with men. 
uh, and you got to be a better rapper than them, and you got to compete. But it's like the sexuality aspect created a market just for the women. So it's like I can be in music, but I cannot necessarily be a part of that, like the competitive market, because I'm also selling something that only I can give, which is sex. So. Mm-hmm. Then other women came in, and now they have to compete on that same level. And because now you have a competition, not just for music, but for sexuality, um, you're ramping up like the um, need to be more sexual than the ne- right. than the last artist. And the community is what is harmed the most throughout the entire thing. I think. I think so. What do you guys yeah, think yeah. about that? I think the, it, yeah. it 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 damages the community. You got something, Roosevelt? I mean, I think I feel like just I feel like. The music on both sides, whether it's a rapper, a male rapper, or a female, yeah, you feel me? It's true. it's being degraded on both ends. You know what I'm saying? There's a level of deterioration when you look at the beginning. You feel me? You look mm-hmm. at today, like I feel like it's on both sides, basically. Yeah. I agree with the male rappers also having like degradation because when you really think about it, it's like the women just saw what the men were doing to get rich and then did the exact same thing. Yeah, and uh, and like I think they organically created like their own market and, um, like I said, they did the same thing. And I'm not saying only women are you know what what the women are doing in music is like uh, not good for um, you know the black community because I feel like. Um, the, there's aspects of what the men do that I think is also not good for society, but because we're focusing on women, I think the promiscuity is nece- like it's ramping up the I- it's normalizing the idea of promiscuity for us, and I think it's going to have an adverse yeah. or negative effect on like young black women as they grow up. I think promiscuity is about equal to drugs and like you know uh, future rap basically, mm. like you know mumble rap general, like you know. Yeah. Drug this, drug that. Like men rap oh. about like drugs and gang violence for yeah. for the most yeah. part, and then women rap oh. about their coochies being right. colorful. And yeah, stuff. yeah. And I think it overindulges and it opens you. It's like drugs where it opens you up to a lot of like bad decisions that could be made down the line. I think uh, an overly sexual a woman that normalizes herself is like okay, it's normal to present myself overly sexualized. Um, kind of detaches herself from the reality that like when you do that you're basically presenting yourself in the world as like you know I'm a um, you know I'm a sex image or something like that or I should you know my only value that I offer is through is sex and yeah. understanding that like that like not necessarily that means you deserve bad things to happen to you but like you're going to put yourself in a lot of positions to where they can and you're going to open the door for it to happen. So you're going to have a lot of men that want to sexualize you. You're going to have a lot of men that only give you certain attention for certain things. And then enough of that happens to where uh, it's going to psychologically warp her own view of what she's useful for, what her value is, and what route in life she should take. And I think a lot of times it's going to lead a lot of black women to, you know, pretty much um, pursuing, like, avenues that are, like, more, like, it's going to lead, Pretty much leads them more avenues where they're just gonna be using their bodies or like being more sexual or maybe getting involved in porn or OnlyFans. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think it's like, like you said, it's uh, it's a really big paradigm shift because um, damn, what was <coughs> I forgot my point, but All right, it was essentially <laughs> like, what was the last thing you just said? Um, uh, basically, black, like this oversexualization is gonna lead women to pursue avenues because like, right, right, like, right. like their perceived value is that. I'm only good, or my the only way I'm really valued is when I'm involved in sexualized mm. things. Okay, yeah, I remember now. Okay. So, because the music is so influential, I mean, like my brother, for example, he listens to a lot of music, and that shit, I mean, that stuff really <laughs> influences him. He starts to think in those certain ways, you know, he starts to value getting high or whatever, drugs, yada, 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 but it's it's like that. So, women can easily be influenced by that to 
become more promiscuous, like you said. Yeah. So. And, and, you know, women are uh, statistically, like, they're the most influenced by social media. And, yeah. and, 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 and kids in general, like, uh, people, I think, want to underestimate, like, oh, just because I'm doing this or just because I'm watching this all the time doesn't mean I'm going to do it, which is yeah. true. But um, it, yeah. That's, I mean, but, conscious it, but is it? <laughs> like, is <laughs> it true, though? Sorry to cut you off. But yeah, like, yeah, that's all I You know, when you consume something, when you, like, watch something, listen to something, when you engage in doing something, it has, like, a small effect, at the very least, on, like, what you're going to do in the future. No, it like, does. Like, you know, if you're listening to music that's about, you know, drugs and stuff, eventually, like, it's going to sort of tap into you, and you're going to say, like, hmm, that sounds kind of fun, and then you might try it out. Right. At least I think it so. It affects uh, the culture, I especially mean, in, like, schools. I wouldn't Kids say that. love drugs. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, if it's glamorized, I'm, I'm saying, like, from the perspective of a kid, if you're an adult and you have, like, a fully-fledged personality and you're able to make, like, conscious decisions on your own, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. you won't probably give in to temptation like that. But if it's your culture, especially as, like, kids, high schoolers, mm-hmm. yeah, my brother just came out of high school. That's all they do. Yeah. They Every, love yeah. Everyone wants crazy. to do it. I, like, you I, know. I think it's, like, discernment. Because, um, you know, you can watch a lot of things. I think what it becomes a problem is when uh, you have something that's, like, normalized and it has no perceived uh, ramifications to doing it. So it's like you see people using drugs, but if you're taught all your life that drugs are bad and that drugs will kill you, it's like you can understand like everyone does it, but you would not do it because you have your own discernment to say like, well, you know, everyone's doing it, but I also know that like it'll kill me. So I don't want to do it. But then it's like if you or even video games, like you play violent video games and stuff like that, you know, you can run people over in GTA and stuff. But you're not going to do it in real life. You know, there are consequences. Mm-hmm. I think with promiscuity, I think the thing that's making it more dangerous is the fact that it's not only something that's becoming normalized, but it's also being viewed in a way to where it's not a negative anymore. Right. Before right. they I used think to. That's the biggest yeah. Thing. They used to preach it as like, you know, it, yeah, people strip like, you know, people are stripping, you know, girls dress promiscuous, you know, people have sex, but they discourage it and say, like, you don't want to do that. Right, it won't right. lead you to like avoid and not being happy. People won't respect you. Nowadays, the idea is like, no, you can be a stripper, get the bag and get the man. You yeah. can uh, you be know, on OnlyFans. Exactly. You, know? you can like sell sexuality and you're still an empowered woman. So when you sell that saying that you can do this and good things will happen, not only do you normalize that as a prospect now, but now it's it's more viable because you're like, well, why wouldn't I do that? All these things seem good. And it's funny because a lot of these like female rappers and even male rappers, just rappers in general, they're not actually living the life that they're talking about. Like for all we know, Suki Hana could have like an accounting degree or something. Like basically, like based on based on just like how it usually goes. Like you know, Future rapping about drugs and you know, alcohol all the time doesn't do drugs or alcohol very regularly. Mm-hmm. Fifty Cent, you know, back when he was making when Fifty Cent was at his prime when he was rapping about drugs and alcohol and all that stuff, yeah, he, he was didn't sober. Have a gut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was sober that whole time. He don't even smoke. He right. don't smoke or drink. Really? Exactly. Mm, he's all. completely sober. No, yeah, he's talking sober, about yeah. doing all these different things and convincing, you know, young impressionable black people to actually engage in doing that stuff too. So it's yeah. like but people don't talk about that because it's like, well, no, yeah. 50 that nigga, you know. But you know what's actually funny? You brought that up cuz my brother, he was a huge 50 Cent fan. I'm not even joking. Like, really? cause, yeah, cause he, <laughs> <laughs> like back in the day, he uh, he not only watched the movies, but he used to have like the Fifty Cent video yeah. games where he blood was blood on the sand. Blood yeah, sand. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, Fifty Cent, and they're like literally just going into the hood and blowing dudes down with shotguns. <laughs> like Fifty wow. Cent was like going against the government and stuff yeah. with helicopters, and he it's just on. it's just funny. Cause like if you don't know the life these guys live, like my only impression, cause I didn't keep up with Fifty Cent, but I was truly under the impression like Fifty Cent was like the hardest dude. In this city, like, he's actually out here with AKs just gunning people down. (laughs) This is a real-life story. Yeah, and then you find out, like, he doesn't even drink. I'm like, okay. Yeah, man. I mean, shit. I mean, (laughs) 
You know it never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we it, we just have such a huge like cultural influence problem when it comes to these negative behaviors. Like you have kids on TikTok doing <laughs> trends where they're just hijacking cars and stealing cars, teaching people how to steal the cars, and they're just stealing cars now. Like kids are doing it like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, it's crazy it's how like it, it pays so well for you to be someone who's like a bad influence on others like <laughs> yeah. it just seems like that's the case like if you're a bad influence uh culture and you know social media companies and record labels and hollywood and all these different things will probably pay you like, yeah just to be a bad influence i agree yeah. um i would say in, in my own uh clothing i guess uh i think overall um any type of media is a reflection of the type of uh culture that you have around you so True. i think if you have a lot of promiscuity in the uh, culture and stuff like that, um, then that kind of shows that that's what, um, or if you have a lot of promiscuity in media, that shows like that's the kind of uh, culture that you have. Mm -hmm. um, same thing in America. Like if you generalize like the West, um, they had a survey where they said like, you know, what kids want to grow up to be. And a lot of them want to be influencers. Um, like that's Twitch like the streamers. number one thing they want to be. Yeah. Um, and I think even when I was growing up in like uh, black communities, a lot of only thing that a lot of black kids think they can be are either athletes or entertainers. And I think, like I said, that's reflective as, like, what we value. So I think people under, need to understand um, that your media is always going to have an effect on, like, the people who consume it. And it's just about mediating how you um, frame that. So it's like, are you, it's one thing to have it as something that's entertainment, but do, you, do the people who are watching understand, like, that's just what it is. Like, you shouldn't live this life or this isn't necessarily good for you. Because I think that's going to be important in discerning, um, you know, are you sending out the right messages? But mm -hmm. overall, I do think um, the promiscuity is a problem um, in the music industry and it's going to lead to a lot of issues in the black community if it doesn't, um, if we don't have anything to kind of curb or like set us on the right path to realize like this isn't the life you want to live. This is just entertainment. Right. Well said. Well said. Yeah, well said. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for watching. Make sure you check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. Uh, any platform where you can find video or, or audio, you can find us on social media at The Cold Popcast. And uh, thank you for watching. Uh, we got to pop out of here. All right, everyone. Peace. Peace.